Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's seven o'clock. It's Monday night. It's time for One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left. Thanks. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi, I'm oh, hi. Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And I'm Steve Curran. For the next hour, we were talking about video games. Right. Well, sort of, as usual. Uh, we are a show about video games, but we cover sort of the peripheral stuff, the culture around video games. Do we? That's a first. First time you've ever mentioned that to Anne, Anne and I. <laughs> I thought, thought maybe 129 episodes in, you would have got the gist, but yeah, perhaps still struggling on. That in the press release. So whether you like video games or whether you hate them, hopefully at the end of the hour, you will feel indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> Our ambition. Have you had a good weekend? Uh, it's, it's, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> seven days. What, for, and, and what have you been doing in those seven days? Not a lot, really. No? No. It's good. <laughs> that went well. <laughs> Uh, Steve and I have been playing cricket. We oh, have. yeah, I missed that. Simon made a brilliant catch. Thanks very much. How did the catch go? It was diving. It was wow. diving. It was it was re- it was a champagne moment. Um, this is relevant to video games. Why, Simon? Because uh, we, you and I, um, are flying to America in March to take on the Americans at cricket. We we actually are <laughs> for the first annual uh, games development conference cricket match. You're our captain. Yes. And who's theirs? Their their captain is Lee Alexander. Who's she? Uh, she's a girl I dreamt about. Right. I dreamt I was bowling at Lee Alexander. This is a like, of nothing. This is a sporting Scott Pilgrim, isn't yep. it? Uh, first first ball, yep. uh, bouncer, came off her shoulder, bruised her. Right. Second one, straight Se- in the mush. No, second second ball, absolute perfect off cutter. Right. Um, and yeah, uh, boulder, uh, it was great. Boulder. <laughs> She, she, has she got any idea what she's let herself in for? Have you, have you filled her she, in on your, on your she dreams? Today, uh, she tweeted at me. Right. She said, because uh, I compared her to Dwayne Leverock, <laughs> uh, and uh, she tweeted at me and went, Cricket? I thought that was this one. Uh, and she thought it was croquet. Excellent. Oh, no. So already we're ahead on points. Uh, if you are in the games industry and you're going to GDC and you have any kind of European heritage, <laughs> uh, you can play for our cricket team, so please do email me, stee at onelifeleft.com. If on the other hand, you're closer to being American. Well, you're not playing. Unless you want to play for Lee. How's your week been, Simon? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I've not done anything particularly interesting apart from play cricket. Steve, how's your week been? Uh, my weekend was brilliant. My week was brilliant. My weekend was perfect. I play cricket. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to get out more, do <laughs> Okay, shall we kick off? Oh, no! Two more things. Right. We have guests today. We do have guests. We two men. We should stop being so self-absorbed. Yeah. I was going to crack on with the rest. Of, who knows when we would have noticed? Exactly. Fifty-five yeah. minutes in. Look at them. Yeah, we we are. Um, we're delighted to be joined by two men, two 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 cricketers. I hope. How uh, do you quite possibly? Uh, maybe by the end of the show. Maybe, maybe we are joined today by Saber Pulse and Natty. 
Hello? Hello? Is Normally that, we clap at that point. That, well, Hello? I was just trying to look out. Is that Hi. an official, like, are, are they a band? Who are they? Who are these men? Uh, that, yeah, that's they how look, they were they christened. Look cool. um, they look They play 8-bit music, and they're going to be telling us a little bit more about that stuff that we've been going on about, and indeed playing tracks. No. From, uh, <laughs> from, from, uh, you know, artists like their catalogues. That was bad grammar. It was bad grammar, I'll clip yeah. it out in post. Let's get on with the news, shall we? Studios president Shuhai Yoshida believes Microsoft's Kinect has helped promote Move. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, he said, We are categorised as motion gaming. If we were just doing Move, we wouldn't have had as much coverage and attention from media and consumers. He believes the difference in the technologies has helped define what is unique about Move. And what is the most unique thing about Move? Oh, that's right, it's out now. There's loads of things that are out now. Yeah, I mean, yeah loads but between of things. Move and Kinect. Up to and including the Wii. Yes. Oh, did he not mention that? No. But I think he's got a point because no one's talking about the Wii at the moment. Everyone's talking about Connect and Move. Wii's old news. I saw a headline today. It was very clever. It said, um, Sony moves into motion gaming. Oh. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That's Sony good. moving moves. on yeah. up. Microsoft yeah. hopes to connect yeah, with, with yeah. uh, mainstream gamers. Yeah, um, I didn't get a move this weekend, did you? I didn't get a, a Sony. Mo- no. I, I assume mine's waiting at Sony HQ, ready to be shipped in a gold package. Right, and and did you? I did not move. Did well or, though, didn't or it? Get moved. Did it? I've uh, not seen yeah. any moves. Uh, what's their sports? What's 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 moves? We sports. Mo- sports, move sports? Champ- no. sports just, champions, just champions of sports, champions champion, of really good sports. Uh, in yeah, in the all formats chart number two. That's pretty good. That mm-hmm. comes right after number one. <coughs> it does. What's number one? Halo Reach, obviously. Oh, of course, of course, of course. The game that was going to outsell Call of Duty didn't. <laughs> didn't. Hasn't. Maybe that's one of Anne's news stories. Yeah, shut up. Sorry. EA has said that in-game advertising totally works. Bread. A study commissioned by EA on behalf of Gatorade shows sales increased by 24%. Paracetamol. The study focused on before and after purchasing habits of 100,000 homes that had bought an EA sports game containing advertisements. Shoes. Tests are still being held to determine the strength of in-use advertising. Beer. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Well done, Anne. Uh, Have you ever bought anything on the back of a games advert? I'm not sure I'd rush out and buy some Gatorade. I really fancy some beer now. Yeah, and some shoes. Paracetamol. Um, No, I I haven't uh, rushed out and bought anything off the strength of an advert in a game. You two, uh, are you gamers? Yes, yes I am. Do you identify as a gamer? Not really. No. Do you like Gatorade? Not really. Uh, Well, I like the blue one. How do you feel about shoes? Mm. I have lots of shoes. I have more shoes more shoes than sense. (laughs) <laughs> so what, what are your platforms of choice? Uh, the iPhone, no, actually. It's a shoes question. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Oh, very good. Oh, thanks. Oh, wow. thanks, thanks. Honestly, thanks. save the pulse. You're so <laughs> naive. <laughs> Reach sold fairly well this week. Speaking at the Tokyo Games Show, Microsoft's Phil Spencer announced the game made more money in its first day than any other entertainment launch in 2010. That totals a pretty sweet $200 million. Halo may be able to hold on to that title for the rest of the year. X Factor finalists saying Difference won't be launching their new album until 2011. So they seem to have narrowed those terms of victory since last time. Yeah, this year. This year alone. Did really well this year. In September. Yeah. Still, you know, go go them, I suppose. Bigger than any other entertainment launch. Yeah, that's right. What else has launched this year? Uh, did the internet launch this year? No, that was was a few years ago. If it it did, was it charging £50 a ticket? (laughs) No, I don't know. It's on the places you've gone Men, have you bought Halo Reach? No. No? No. Don't have an Xbox. No, never one. Right? Why not? Because I'm a Sony fanboy. Obviously, Steve. You probably should identify as a gamer if you're going to say things like that. Okay. (laughs) So so you're not interested in Halo at all. This is your platform. Tell us why Halo is terrible. Not at all. Um, Why is Killzone better than Halo? I wouldn't say that. I'd say Wouldn't you? It's got, so Halo's better it's than Killzone? better graphics there, okay. doesn't it? Better graphics. I like shiny it's things. It's got more graphics. More graphics? It's more of them. Yeah. yeah. W- what would you give the graphics? Well, there's mm, a 10. 
out it's of. got better trees okay better trees do you, actually, trees. Do you actually like Killzone? no not really <laughs> i mean i just like the graphics I like. He just wanders around looking at trees. Yeah, what you're saying is you're quite superficial. Is that right? You could say that. No, he's just into botany. Into what? <laughs> Count your lucky stars. You were spawned when you were, because right now we are living in a golden age of gaming. That's according to Deus Ex creator Warren, not Phil Spector. He spoke to VideoGamer.com, saying there's something for everyone, which means there's something for every developer to do that's meaningful for them. That will ignite their passion. He added that the variety of games available is insane. That's correct, Warren. One Life Left seeks professional help on a weekly basis. If Phil Spector made a game... I'm not asking <laughs> you this, <laughs> Something to do with the wall of sand. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, okay, I wasn't listening to that news story. I was struggling with the jingles. It's a golden Sorry. age of gaming, Steve. That's what we live oh, in. There's, right there's right so many different types of games. So there's something for everybody. Did he name oh, them? That's good to know. Um, oh, we can name them. Shooting games. Let's go around in a circle. Shooting games. Yeah, but that's not a golden, a golden no, game. No, how many types of gaming? Anne's asked us to do it. Uh, platformers. Um, Facebook games. Graphic adventures. I was going to say graphic adventures. Right, you're no. out. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink. Sports games. Rhythm action. Mmm, porgs. <laughs> ah. Games where you go around. No <laughs> 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 way. Racing games. Um, uh, Scrabble. Scrabble's <laughs> not a genre. Sexy Scrabble. <laughs> oh, sandbox games. So you're too late. Tetris. That's just a game. <laughs> She's won. <laughs> she? It's so good to know that we're in a golden age of gaming, right? I feel better about the games I'm playing already. Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be keen to know what Warren was, you know, what his... Well, he, he was just saying, you know, if you don't like Wii games, then there's always uh, games on Xbox. And if you don't like those, <laughs> then you can go on Facebook. Well, this is news. Yeah. He, well, he's discovered... Different... <laughs> really? It's news that he's so happy about it. Did you... Um, somebody tweeted it last week, uh, and I can't remember who it is, so apologies for not uh, crediting you, but um, somebody said in... Um, they, were, they were interviewing Warren Spectre, and he said um, that games aren't created by one person and, and uh, sometimes he feels a bit unfair about um, them being attributed to one individual and so that comment was from Warren, Spe- Warren Spector, comma, creator of Deus Ex. <laughs> That's how that story was written. Aww. Very good. And finally, Zombie Cow's sex education shooter Privates will not be making it to third base with Xbox Live. Despite some heavy petting, Microsoft said no and meant no, meaning the Channel 4 funded game will be kept, well, private because of its strong sexual content. You know what they say, no love without a glove or a tiny condom hatted man. Do they say that? Yes. That's what Anne says. That's what Anne says where she lives. No love without a glove, Steve. Um, I took this story offline. Did you? I did, yeah. Uh, me and Michael French were making um, headlines we could never use. Okay. Um, <laughs> which means you can't use them now. No. So I'm glad you brought it up. Well, well, <laughs> the strongest word for um, where it's set. Oh. Yeah. It was, so the headline was three words, and um, it was that strong word, bans, that strong word. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uh, clever. Very good. Yeah, thanks very much. This isn't news, is it? No. This is a game that was obviously going to fail submission process for indie um, submissions. Fails process for yeah, indie submissions. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame that we can't be grown up about this sort of thing. Well, it's not really sexy, though, is it? It's not like, <laughs> oh, that's so sexy when you talk about herpes. Well, so, so I don't know. Say it again. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Remarkably easy. Mm. Uh, what, so you would maybe that's just those pills you were handed out before the show. <laughs> that's true. I see. What you would prefer a more kind of loving-based uh, sexual education game? Would you? Literally, I would not. I, I think it's perfect as it is. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. <laughs>
You are listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Or possibly you're listening on the internet uh, at www.resonancefm.com. Yeah, or maybe you're listening to the podcast next week. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe it's been a week since we did this. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm very busy. Very busy. We announced our game this week. Game that we're working on. Haunt. Did you? I didn't oh, see this. Yeah. TGS. We announced uh, we are working. Uh, Zoe Mode is doing a collaboration with Nanon Shah uh, on a game for Connect called Haunt. Interesting. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I've that, been very busy. So that what have you been now doing? 10 oh, days playing cricket. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you you men were discussing how much you liked that song there, weren't you? Like, it was lovely. It was a wonderful song. Yeah, and you're a musician, so that's a real seal of approval, mm. isn't it? We yeah. know the musician who made that. We know the musician <gasps> who name dropping, name dropping the... all over. Yeah. 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 That's good. So I've, so I've met you before. Yes, you have. Why have I never met you before, Natty? Because I'm from New York, and right. I don't I'm usually live here. Right. I've been to New York. Now, sister. Uh, used to work in Bloomingdale's up until recently. I probably know her. <laughs> Do you? <know? laughs> it's, it's the shoes. It's the shoes. That's what I. You know. What you fancy her because of her shoes? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I, I just I just know everyone who works in Bloomingdale's. New right. York's a small town. So what brings you over to London? But then? actually, Layla is over on Saturday. All right, all right. She's and I'm meeting her boyfriend on her new boyfriend on <laughs> She's Sunday. She's got a boyfriend now. Well, maybe it's you. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. This can't be coincidence. I should be so lucky. No, it's uh, it's not. Yeah, actually, I think you have picked the best. Well, Carly's all right. Sam's mental. Steer clear of her. Okay. (laughs) Now that that's over. Thanks a lot. So, what brings you to London? Uh, Well, I'm here playing a few shows, and I'm here for just a couple months. Um, I'm doing a tour coming up uh, at the end of October, starting in the UK and going through Europe with a... Game Boy musician from Toronto called Touchboy. Oh, that sounds exciting. How does one do a tour with a Game Boy? It sounds ridiculous. It's very easy. <laughs> you don't have to carry much. Portable, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've, been, we've been playing 8-bit music on the show for uh, five years now. And when we started, people used to email in and say, what is this racket you're playing? Now now we get less of that from yeah. you as well, son. Is that, yeah, is that just fewer listeners? Is that uh, people just maybe, turn, okay. maybe we've driven them away. <laughs> So, um, what, so what, so what, um, what size venues do you do you tend to play on your European tours? Um, You've been in Tokyo, so yeah, I have. I just got back from Tokyo. Played um, the Blip Festival, which is uh, quite a big, do big you, thing. Do you both earn money out of doing this? Yeah, of course. Right, but but you were like, th- this is your job. It is now for me. Yeah, I just I I left my job recently, and I'm pursuing a, a career in in the chip tune music industry. <laughs> here, here you are. Here here you are. Yeah, we clearly made it. Walls of one life left. Wow, amazing. So where so so which, where, where, whereabouts will we be able to see you, Natty, in the UK? Um, we are playing on October twenty second uh, in um, in London. That's a Friday. In Shoreditch, Friday. at Shoreditch. the um, Public Life. Yeah. Do we get VIP tickets? Of course. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Well, what does that entail? Well, you Shoes. get you get crystal. <laughs> bit of uh, yeah. Know, the, she, the she'll be there. It's going to be popping. <laughs> uh, do you get groupies? Well, we were talking about this before we. Uh, yeah, we were talking about going halves and buying some women to dance on stage so we look cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. You buy them. Yeah. You do <laughs> well. You hire them, oh, Simon. Okay. You hire them, right? You know they can be quite expensive. We were uh, we we attended. We went on a field trip to one of your gigs <laughs> early did, in the year, um, and uh, uh, which Saber Pulse had put on uh, turned up there. I was easily the oldest person in the venue, apart from people's dads. (laughs) In fact, um, one of the people I was with, uh, one of my female friends, she went to the toilet halfway through one of the sets. She was enjoying it, but it was a long set. Uh, She went, and uh, it was full of girls who were probably younger than 15, she said. And uh, and they all shut up when she went in, because they thought she was someone's mum. Oh, nice. Or a teacher. Were they all shut up or shut up? Oh, uh, <laughs> she said shut up, but her accent... Yeah, was well, that the sort of audience you were going for when you when you started getting uh, into this? It was a bit of a school disco, but not not really. I mean, usually the type of people that come are, are nerds. You know, like, <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but how, how does the, the, how do the, the nerds differ from country to country? 
Um, I don't know. The nerds in Japan, it's, it's, everybody's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> right. it's, most, it's mostly the population under 40. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell the difference. Uh, in America, it's that's, a bit that's, different. That's no defense. <laughs> in America, it's a bit different. I think um, a lot of people are interested in video games more than anything else, more than the music, really. Um, but here, it's, I don't know, it's, the scene's getting a bit bigger. I think there's a lot of people since, since we started playing. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. We've you know, you've, you've done your part. Yeah. You've done your part. I think that in New York there are fewer and fewer nerds at shows, actually, and really? I think it's getting a, a wider appeal slowly. Is that good or bad, though? Fewer nerds. It sounds bad for us. It does <laughs> nerds have a lot of disposable income? They, yeah, you know, they like That's to buy. Cynical. They like to buy things. Well, they're not buying <laughs> dinner for, for you know <laughs> for dates. So. Uh, yeah, but you know, you run the risk if you start attracting the jock crowd. That the jock will start. But there's no danger of that. I, yeah. I think it's nerds and hipsters are pretty much our yeah, bread and butter. Right. So yeah, so it's all part of the same weedy Venn diagram, isn't it? The it, is. Of, like, yeah. it is. It is. Are you, are you coming up to Nottingham, Natty? Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on when it is. If I'll be in town or not. Mm, I'd like to. Very non-committal. I would. I would love to be there. I you? definitely am going to be there. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to enjoy it as much as I did last year when I um, it was fun, wasn't it? set all the alarms off in oh. the hotel. Oh. Yeah. That was an excellent after party. We it just was, saw you playing one of your songs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. We have uh, another of the musicians that was uh, that played for us last night. Uh, sorry, last year in Nottingham. Right now, Derek Williams. What's he going to be doing, Steve? He's going to be doing our free market economy. So recently we had the 25th anniversary of the NES, or NES, or Nintendo Entertainment System, or whatever you want to call it, which Nintendo celebrated in their own special way by doing absolutely nothing. Think of the boost they could have had to their sales by releasing, say, a NES-themed DS or Wii or something, or at least a bumper collection of NES titles for download on whatever it is Nintendo called their game download system. Virtual console, isn't it? Probably. Whatever. I'd know if a Wii was worth owning. But no, Nintendo don't care about their past unless they're rehashing one of their old titles again. Anyway, thinking about the NES made me think of my trip to Canada some years ago, sort of mid-PS1 era. I'd stop with someone in Ottawa and all we ever did was hang around with his friends rather than, say, go see the sights or anything. The weird thing is, no one seemed to own anything newer than a NES. The NES seemed the standard console for them for some reason. Apart from a high-tech friend who had a PS1, which I used extensively as he didn't get up till about midday each day. They all considered themselves gamers, but hadn't bothered to progress. Whilst over there, I had to check out the competition, of course, and look for potential profit on exciting games that can't be bought over here. It all seemed so cheap, once I'd converted those huge numbers on the price tags into smaller pounds prices. Of course, that was until I got to the checkout and got in an argument because I didn't realise that sales tax wasn't included. I'm Derek Williams and this is my culturally ignorant NES market economy. That's Derek Williams, it's free market economy. So, uh, listener joke update. <clears throat> Josh Hicks emails. Here's a knock-knock joke I wrote. I think it's satire, he says. Okay, <laughs> it goes, knock-knock. Who's there? Milo. Milo who? Milo, who is going to talk to you, learn from you, watch, watch you from the robotic eye connected to your Xbox, and then become sentient and destroy you and everything you love in a hellstorm of fire and blood. It's dark. Too much hype. Yeah. It's dark. Beth Clark, oh, Beth oh, Jokes, Beth. regular contributor. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi she Beth. says, uh, "What do you call an extinct console?" I don't know, I don't Beth. Know. What do you call, what an, do extinct you call an extinct console? console? A Nintendo Do. Oh. She then goes on to say, "She goes on to say, video game jokes are difficult. I can only apologise and wish you luck with them. Do- with doing them on stage. Hopefully, we'll be laughing for the right reasons." Cheers, Beth from Nottingham. Hopefully, Hopefully we will. Hopefully, we will. Well, we've got some news about this. We do. It's all <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. We've cancelled it. How are, you, how are you getting on with yours, Anne? Um, so I started uh, thinking about it, and I started going to write it, and then I just started thinking. 
well, I can't write that, I don't think that's funny. So I've, I've just got a list of things that I don't think are funny. Which is, <laughs> which is like the opposite of what we're intending to do, isn't it? Yes, but we you should know, explain. that out of the way now. So we should Sorry, explain we should for the explain. benefit of our no. guests and listeners, new listeners. Yes, hi. Uh, we are going to be doing the world's first video game stand-up comedy evening. How many weeks away? I don't oh know, no, I've not it's a, like something, not like, it's something like, like seven four, weeks, isn't it? Six, it's October the twenty seven. Six weeks. Uh six weeks and <laughs> tickets are on sale now. now. Yeah, apparently you had a ticket update, didn't you? Yeah, someone called me today to say tickets are on sale, people are actually buying them. She sounded surprised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh so yeah, we've got um an evening of actual comics and uh Anne, Steve and myself are going to be doing five I'm minutes. Going to be dying. Five, five ten minutes. minutes. Um so it's yeah, it's it, you know, it was a good idea at the time. I told someone this the other day, that we were doing this. And when I told him, I said, yeah, I'm going to be doing some stand-up, he clutched his breasts in fear. <laughs> 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 he, yeah. he did it. And then he noticed he was doing it and had to describe that, lest I notice and it all got a bit awkward. But wow, I've never, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's um, on October the 27th, is it? It's a Wednesday. It's the last Wednesday in October. Mm. Um, But before we do that, we thought we'd better see whether we're any good. So, we're going to be doing an exclusive tryout night. We are. (laughs) We are. We're booked. Uh, so get your diaries out now. We've booked the Blue Posts uh, in Rupert Street in London, and, uh, and on Saturday, the 23rd of October, we are all going to gather upstairs there from 7pm, and, and during, right. <laughs> during, that, during that evening, uh, the three of us are going to try out our material. We're going to try out a couple of sets each, aren't we? Are we? And, then, and then actually, what I want to do is sit down with everybody and just go, so what so, went wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or alternatively, if it's shorter... What went right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to sort of maybe brainstorm a few jokes with us. So that's going to take place on October the, the 23rd. Saturday, 23rd. October the 23rd. Upstairs of Blue Post now, in Rupert in Street. London, in London, which means we're going on tour. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who have been to one of our Christmas parties will know that it gets very, very busy. Um, and because we are going to need to be heard, or <laughs> we may regret that, yeah. uh, we're going to have to limit the number of people there. Uh oh. Tickets to be sold so, on first come, first serve basis. Yeah, tickets are going to be. Uh, Argamy, as Simon says, given out on a first-come, first-served basis. You said sold, I said given out. There's yeah. a difference there, <laughs> isn't there? Uh, what you have to do to secure a ticket, or a pair of tickets maximum, is email lol. No, lols. <laughs> no, no, well, we oh, wanted it to be lols. What? Rubbish. Steve wouldn't make it. It's lol. I was trying not to confuse the issue. You uh, confused sorry, sorry, it. Don't. Yeah. So it's lol in lowercase at onelifeleft.com. Yeah, and we'll get back to you, let you know whether you've been successful in your application. <laughs> no putting them on eBay or yeah. anything like that because. Tickets are not transferable. No, they're not transferable. We want photo ID yeah. and a personal possession. Um, so I'll try and get the you. podcast up shortly so that people can actually do that. <laughs> October the 23rd, lol at onelifeleft.com. We'll see you there. Okay, is it time for letters now? Or do you want me to put some music on? Put some music on. Now let's do letters! Uh, Change it again. Okay, letters o'clock it is. If you want to email into One Life Left, you can do that by emailing team at onelifeleft.com. We really like you to do that, and I understand the last couple of weeks we've been begging somewhat because I've been late putting up the podcast. I will try not to be late this week. Yeah, we um, we asked people uh, to write in um, and contribute today uh, over Twitter. If you follow us um, at One Life Left, um, we got a letter in from Chris who said, "Hi, I'm one up for writing, stroke um, contributing. If I can be of any help." How many seconds Consider was that? <laughs> yeah, maybe as many as ten seconds. Uh, so thanks, Chris. So yes. Um, right um, now. Uh, Mr. Dom said, um, Hi, OLL. Recently I discovered a game called Minecraft. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's pretty interesting. Well, we talked about it last week or today, depending on when you listen to the show. Um, he goes on to say, Basically, it's like Lego, a free-roaming, randomly generated environment which you can bend to your will. It's already finished, I think. Uh, sorry? Sorry, that was what completely... Are you out, <laughs> what are you learning how to read? <laughs> 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 carry on, Simon, carry on. I was on. trying to carry on. Save a pulse. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, Don, who says uh, ciao, uh, he reminds you all to go to minecraft.net, which you were talking about last week, Steve. I was talking about that, but the thing is, I was thinking this, if I put the podcast up earlier, that would have seemed like he was doing it in response. As it is, it seems like I've ripped him off. But I definitely yeah. talked about that before. By the way, it's your fault. Yeah. 
Uh, we had a winner for Anart. Yes, we did. I've got it. Well, we had this answer from Charlie Miller, which said, Is it Lego Harry Potter? Yes, it is. Which is correct, but unfortunately, you were too slow. Uh, so this one is from Fred Easy. <laughs> Lego Harry Potter. Cheers. That's a very efficient method of entry, isn't it? Just he, give the answer. Didn't he also do an acronym after yeah. that? Um, right, I didn't know if that was something to do with, like, in the signature, but I guess not. Um, A-I-C-M-F-P. What on earth? What is that? A-I-C-M-F-P. Anne is cute and something something. No, because... Yeah. And doesn't begin with M. And. Anne is cute. Anne is cute. Anne. Oh. Anne is Wait, cute. What? what is it? Anne is cute. Anne Tell you what, cute. you work on that. Anne is Ash. cute. I've got um, a letter from Bastian Leonhardt, which sounds like a terrible Final Fantasy Sounds-y, character. Yeah, yeah. Um, says, well, oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Bastian. But um, you do. Uh, hey, team and super special guest. I guess that's us, right? Yeah, maybe. Um... Thought I should make some noise about the Blip Festival in Alberg, Denmark, this weekend. Unfortunately, Bastian, it's already gone. But <laughs> mention it for next year. Yeah, mention it for next year. But uh, I'm sure they had a no, fantastic time. He's just making time. some noise about it. He is making and he's noise. Successfully doing. He that. is making noise. So that's good. But he, he does say anybody near should come and rock out next year. Bit out. They did. So. Yeah. So well done. Well yeah. done, Bastian. Well done, Bastian. Well done. Uh, okay, I've got one from Dean Hillard. Uh, it's about one of my favorite games. It says, Dear team, owing to the fact that there is nothing more enjoyable than a miserably rainy evening, meaning you're forced to sit on the sofa, curled up under blankets, supping on countless cups of tea, playing Monkey Island 2 on the 360, I was wondering if the team had any optimum playing conditions. Perhaps surrounded by a tin of Quality Street. I can provide the Quality Street if needed. Best regards, Dean. Can you be surrounded by a tin of Quality Street? <laughs> it's a big tin. Of course you can. You spread it around you. But the tin oh, is the, not tin. the tin. The sweets inside. Right. I mean, yeah. cornered by a tin of quality street. <laughs> you can. Yeah. You can be overwhelmed by a tin of quality yeah, street. Yeah, after that. Well, I, I prefer heroes, actually. Um, I have a letter <laughs> here. Steve's not going to bother answering. No, no is the answer. Sorry, the, the tone of your voice there indicated that you wanted to move on. If you're happy to discuss that, I am too. Right, let's do it. Right. Go on, then. Optimum gaming conditions, anywhere you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about optimum gaming position for Monkey Island 2, though. Yeah, which right. I 14 years old. started playing on the iPhone. Are you enjoying it? No. It's terrible. The control system's uh, awful. It's Com- not the review section. Yeah. Compared to Broken Sword, which is also on the iPhone, mm. it's a, <laughs> that's a little bit better. Steve. Hi. Um, I've got a letter here from Nicholas. It goes on for ages, but just so... You know how it starts, at least. Says, uh, do you guys have any use for someone who only ever plays games six months to two years after everyone else does? <laughs> I think pretty much. Yeah. That's that's what we are. What's it, yeah. What's what's um, how how can we use him? Well, we're going to work that out. Right. We're going to work out something. Uh, Nicholas has a c- podcast, which is at Dimitri. Momblibson.com, which is about comics. You might want to uh, go and check that out. He also wants to say something inappropriate about having a crush on Anne. Go on then. Well, he, he wants to Definitely say that. He just doesn't to. say it. Definitely. Too nervous. Yeah. Too inappropriate. Right. Uh, last one. Dan Bendon emailed in. Um, he said, "Hi team. I've been trying to think of an awesome question letter to send you guys for tonight's show." Um, he then talks about. He swears a few times actually. <gasps> and then he said, so, why are people uh, moaning about video games? Wouldn't it be more fun if people just shut the up and enjoyed them? <laughs> Case in point, the newly announced Devil May Cry reboot DMC, despite being li- uh, t- sorry, despite very little to base their opinions on, people seem to be up in arms about a new version of Dante. Um, etc. But th- and then he goes on bonus joke. Question: How many gamers does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. How many gamers does it take to change a light bulb? Five. One to change it, and four to moan about how it isn't as good as the light bulb they had before, despite it being a vastly superior <laughs> light bulb. Very good, Dan. Thank Very you. good, Dan. Thank you. If you have any letters or any thoughts or any tweets or any of that kind of thing you want to send us, how do people do it? Anne? Uh, email team at onelifeleft.com. See us on Twitter at www.twitter.com/onelifeleft, or just go on Facebook. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Bye. I mean, I don't mean permanently buy, I mean buy to the letter section.
listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show, and that is Fighter X. Before that, earlier in the show, we played Little Scale, which I think was a cover of a bit shifter song, wasn't it? Chase yes. in it. Chase in it. Something okay. like that. And you, and you join us now at uh, 25 to 8 o'clock on a Monday evening for the part of the show that we like to call the Live Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> smooth. Yeah, that is smooth, isn't it? Who is Fern Cotton? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> Why? Why is Fern Why Cotton? Why is Fern Cotton? Are you calling her out now? You should do that on Twitter. <gasps> what? Call her out? Maybe she, start a maybe she watches. Maybe she listens to the show. Assume so. Yeah, probably. Uh, yes. Uh, have we had live music in the studio before? We've had Derek do stuff before. Do you want to do me do some? Yeah. Say the thing. Uh, that piano is provided courtesy of Markson's Piano. It sounds like the intro to uh, Last Night I Dreamt Somebody Loved Me. It's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> you nailed it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Derek's played. Um, uh, We've had the Do You Inverts do live stuff at Christmas oh, yeah. special. You're in the studio, like, not like an actual radio show that gets people in to play live music. No, we haven't done that. Let's take our shoes off. I don't want to do that. No, <laughs> no it's too much effort. That's what Joe Wiley does. Um, I'm going to call this episode Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so who's playing? Saber Pulse. I mean, he's referring to himself as a third person. Yes, of course. Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, I need to work out which one of these it is to put up. So Saber Pulse, what exactly are you going to be playing for us? I'm going to be playing you uh, a little medley that I I created earlier this year called Outbreak. Okay, uh, Natty, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm going to be playing a song uh, that's actually a. Remix I did of a uh, chiptune musician in New York called Null Sleep. Excellent. The song's called Angle of Reflection. Right. So, what is it? What, this will be like the X Factor, Anne. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Do oh, no, he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Saber pulse. I'll take um, that fit one off the Pussycat Dolls. Who do you want to be? <laughs> Me. Yeah. Uh, I'm Stephen Cowell. Okay. And, and you can be. Uh, Louis Gantlebury. Can you pull your trousers up then, Steve? Please. They're already as up as. Really? Yeah. Right. Uh, begin playing, and when we're bored, we're going to go. Thank you very much for that, that warm reception there, Simon. Okay, this one's called Outbreak.
There you go. So well, you're clever, aren't you? Aren't I just? <laughs> I really like you. You've got a lovely personality. You deserve to go far. Oh, thank you very much, Simon. When you started, I wasn't sure what to think. <laughs> and now you've finished... I'm still not sure. Oh, wait, is this Simon... Right, okay, I get it. But I'm going to say... So, do you think I really like you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing what they always say. I wondered wondered what what that was about. (laughs) You see, uh, you should have been Cheryl, Simon. Well, which one are you? Which one were you again? Um, The girl off the Pussycat Dolls. Is she in it? She's not in it, is she? She was on at the weekend, wasn't she? Was she? I don't watch it. Because Cheryl's got malaria. Well, she had malaria. Oh, has she? (laughs) We heard it wasn't malaria. Are we getting into X-Factor politics now? Um, thank you so much. So that was out- Outbreak. Um, Are we sorry, gonna- can I just... Sorry. You look like a diva. You sound like a diva. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! That's it. That's very good. Uh, thank you so much. Three yeses, I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see you at boot camp. Uh, <laughs> is that what Nottingham's called now? Yes. <laughs> right. Um... Natty, are you going on now? Yes, I am. Right, but before you start, can you tell us, like, some sort of heartbreaking story? <laughs> Something that's happened to you? Like... Your wife died in yeah. the birth with the child? Yeah, no, my, my wife died in the war. I don't remember which war it was, but uh, that's oh, how she died. Was it the war on terror? Son and wife it. How much does this mean to you? This means this means everything to me. If this if this doesn't go well, then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be deported back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's shove on snow patrol, which is what they tend to do now. <laughs> Get going.
Very, very good. Very good. Uh, yes from me. Oh, it's, a de- it's, a, it's two yeses from me. It's your lucky day. You've got three yeses. Wait, so so who wins? Who wins? I don't get this. Who, who wins? We'll it? have to wait until boot camp. Now we have, uh, to, we have to settle this uh, gypsy style. A fight? James Bond. A fight yeah. outside? Yeah. Okay, Strip to well, the waist. While you guys uh, strip off, <laughs> let's have uh, some of Craig the Rachel oh, McClellan's... there could be nothing more appropriate. <laughs> they couldn't, could they? Poetry. Allow me to make one thing absolutely clear. Adrian Childs has never made a clumsy sexual advance towards Christine Bleakley. Adrian Childs has never watched a door slam behind him in the mirror, leaving him staring at his own reflection, flushed, shaking, numb with shock. Numb with shock at his own stupidity and self-delusion, baffled at what foreign intelligence took over his mind. At no point has Adrian Childs stood trembling with shame and dread in his ITV dressing room, after making a clumsy and, to the impartial observer, almost heartbreakingly gauche sexual advance towards his daybreak co-presenter, Christine Bleakley. Another thing that's never happened is Adrian Childs looking down at his hand, the same hand that only moments earlier was mashing his colleague and former friend's yielding bosom, covered by a bra and sleeveless black Project D dress, and looked at that hand, and then run that same hand over his face, his squashed, ruddy, coach driver's Toby Joe face and considered that each of them the hand, the dress the bra the breast, the face that each of them is made of atoms much like a dog toad is made of atoms and Stalin was made of atoms and would it really be so bad if he just killed himself? Adrian Charles has never asked himself this question in the moments directly after perpetrating what essentially amounts to a sexual assault on a woman for whom he has only feelings of warmth and professional respect. Adrian Charles has never looked deep within himself and taken stock of the man that he is and told himself that what will be will be and if he goes to jail or if he loses his job or if he loses the friendship and respect of the one woman he's ever truly loved then so be it. So be it. He has never performed a fearless moral inventory and picked up his notes ready to face the woman he loves, face the cameras, face the world and linked to a report about the 25th anniversary of the Mario games, with all the dreary, sneering, unctuously transparent, everyman pseudo-charisma that he can muster. He is a man. He is a professional. He is Adrian Childs. None of these things have ever happened. Dan Benden has got in touch to say um, AICMFP means and I claim my five pounds. Oh, oh. well, I, I won't give you five pounds, but you can have an Anna. Okay. So, <laughs> can can you, you eBay? Has anyone ever eBayed an Anna? No, I don't think they go for much. Oh, okay. This is the review section on One Life Left. I've been playing uh, Lara Croft and the Guardians of Light. Really? How did that go? Yeah, it was alright. I downloaded it. That's what you're meant to do, yeah, though. Yeah, downloaded it. It's uh, not like you downloaded Halo 2, played, which you yeah. didn't do. I didn't do, so I didn't do. You meant to go, no. Because <laughs> Halo 3, that one, wasn't it? Was it? I can't remember. It was 2. That's, it. <laughs> That's how long that joke has been going. Excellent. Uh, yeah, Lara Croft, uh, it's a download-only title. Um, it's a top-down, third-person co-op adventure. It's fine, it's quite pretty for, um, a, you know, you expect downloadable games to be... Not all that. It's, it's got high production values, looks good. Um, I just got a bit baffled. It suffers from um, what a lot of modern games do, which is where they go, like, they, 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 they feel the need to cram so much into the controller and use every button that by literally before the first level of even end, ended, I was confused as to what button did what. That really annoys yeah. me. Yeah, no, but it's like, and, and now you can suddenly do this, but I haven't learned how to do the other stuff that you just. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I know we've all got a short attention span, 7 out of 10. Anne. Um, I pl- I played Privates this week. Privates. Yeah. How did it make you feel? Was that research for the news yeah, story? Yeah, it was. It really was. Okay. Um, what levels did you play? I played one, two, and three. And wh- where are they set? So they're set in. Uh, wait, hang on. Uh, the front one on those <laughs> two, and then the back one. <laughs> Bases one to four. What do you do in? <laughs> <laughs> What do you do in private, Sam? Uh, so in private, uh, you battle sexual diseases. 
Okay. Uh, with guns, and so the guns represent the different ways that you can actually treat sexual diseases in real life. Okay, is this a realistic game? Uh, no. Just indifference? Is that one of the ways you can... <laughs> is that one of the weapons? Indifference never, ever treats a sexual oh, disease. It only I've makes been misinformed. it worse. Exactly. Can you also, can you also <laughs> choose not to tell your lovers about it and then get prosecuted? Uh, no, because then you die. <laughs> is she dead? <laughs> she? I didn't realise. Uh, no, it's very good. And um, What did you learn? Everything. Everything? I learned everything. Have you got chlamydia? No. How did you defeat chlamydia? Uh, by shooting it with gun where you, the gun where you have to hit number three, I think it is. I think the penicillin button. Yeah, it's. I think it's the... Uh, That's a- ignorance. That's part <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you're so you're a marine man, and you've got your privates behind you, and they're rubbish, and you have to take them through all the, all the different areas of the body where you'd expect to find these things, um, and battle them. On the two. Yeah. What diseases can you get on the two of them? Uh, the little scuffly ones. Ooh. Oh. What two are we talking about? <laughs> your two. I thought we were talking about your two. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I was like, how can you get? I've never heard of that. <laughs> okay, oh, seven uh, out of ten. Matty, have you been playing anything this week? Uh, I played a game called Frogger, which is about a little frog with sexual diseases. <laughs> really? It's um, trying to, to kill himself. It's what is depressing. The, what is the motivation of the frog? Um, he wants to get to the other side because that's where the clinic is. Ah, okay. Uh, so you are a frog, you have to get to the other side. Uh, how do you control the frog? Um, is this one of those touch-sensitive no, things? Is no, it, no. This is a waggle game? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I haven't played any video games this week. so That's okay. I know, I'm, I'm sad to admit that. What was the last video game you played? Um, the last video game, no, the last video game I played was, uh, I was revisiting my beloved LucasArts games. Um, so I was playing Dave the Tentacle. But I, I've played it so, through so many times that I only played it for about five minutes and then stopped. But after five minutes, what would you give it? Oh, I'd give it a seven. Saber Pulse. I've been playing lots of games this week. Um... I've been downloading a lot of stuff off the App Store, and my favourite thing was a game called Get to the Chopper. I don't know if you've heard of that game. Get to the Chopper, I haven't heard of Get okay, to the Chopper. Okay, basically it's like Cannibal. Okay. So you you have very minimal controls and you're running along and it's very crudely drawn. It looks like it's been drawn by a five-year-old and the soundtrack's absurd. Um, but it's very, very addictive. You, you have to swipe up to jump over a mine. You have to swipe down to duck under a rocket. Okay. And you have to press on a zombie to shoot it. And that's it. And it just gets faster and faster and do, faster. Do these, do these games have ends? No, it has no end. You just have to get the highest score possible. And um, I've been playing that more than anything. Along with a game called Coin Dozer as well, which is quite good, where you just... I've played pop- Coin Dozer. Yeah, there's just, no point to it. There's no it? point at all, but you can't stop just playing it. drop coins. I would give both of them... A 7 out of 10. So for different reasons? Yeah, for different yeah. reasons. Okay. They're both Steve, great. I've been playing a game which I think is called Reketeer or Reseteer. I think it's called Reketeer because I think it's a joke on racketeering. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, in RPGs where uh, there are shops where you go and buy equipment. So I do you get your that. plus sword of yep. lightning and uh, your, your helmet of chlamydia or whatever. <laughs> Uh, so oh, it's never get that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you why? play. Why would that bother you? <laughs> Just for personal health and safety. But if you if you got it, it wouldn't bother me, Steve. It's up to you. It's your life. Live it. Thanks, Simon. Yeah. Uh, so in this game, you play someone who runs that shop. Nice. So adventurers come in, and you have to sell them equipment. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe you sell is it single player or multiplayer? It is single player. Okay. Um, it's done in that sort of uh, JRPG anime style. It's very, very low budget, but it's compulsive. You know, an adventurer will come in and say, I need a hat. You'll say, What about this one? You haggle <laughs> with the price. Eventually, they're protected. And that's that's all an adventurer uh, wants when what they're going into Annie's dungeon. Yeah, what if they've got enough money? Uh, then they'll walk things? out they'll walk out. You can hire them to go down into the dungeon for you and, uh, you know, get equipment for you, which you'll then sell. It's, it's really, really what clever. Was, what, so, a, yeah, no. what format is this on? It's on PC. It's on Steam. What happened to video game heroes? I mean, we used to have, you know, sort of... Exactly. We used to have broke uh, Italian plumbers who got high on mushrooms and found money on the ground. And now you've got... Some, like, a, like some, you, 
you've got video games equivalent of Mr. Ben. <laughs> Which you like. I do, I do like it. Um, yeah, I saw a developer today. Uh, I was looking at a developer's bio. Uh, of the developer who's working on the Coronation Street game, and they said they specialise in maintenance games, which are games which are not, as I understand it, not pleasurable, but you just maintain what you're doing every day. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so like every submarine simulation that's ever been made. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. Find it compulsive. I'm going to give it 7 out of 10. Excellent. Excellent. I think that's the end of the review section, and also it's nearly the end of the show, so I should really turn that down. And find the outro music. Um, Steve, while you're finding the outro music, I just want to uh, mention that if you would like to see me on um, not, yes. not the TV, yes. uh, you can go to uh, www.ladygeektv.com, I think, and uh, I was on their games episode. You've changed your week. tune about this because yeah? you seemed slightly embarrassed about it when you sent it to Steve and I. We went, that's amazing, that's really good. I, I thought haven't it was been brilliant. able to watch it. It was brilliant. It's I really, a really good. Of it and then I went, oh. It, no, it's awesome. You um, saw Scott Pilgrim this week, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So, so also, I saw Scott Pilgrim this week. So, so far, Scott Pilgrim's got a yes from me. Yes from me. Yes. Um, but what I saw was Steve versus the world, <laughs> because of when you said last week, it's basically just me, um, which was totally fine until he got into bed with a girl and took his top off, which <laughs> ruined my life. It <laughs> <laughs> was the worst thing. But yes, it was a brilliant film. Great. Men. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. So what are your uh, various websites? Um, Saberpulse.com, S-A-B-R-E, Pulse. Obviously, well, they're not there are some people who are out there, you know. Natty. Also, MySpace.com slash Saberpulse as you well. You own MySpace. Uh, uh, Natty. You can find my stuff at uh, NattyAdams.com, www.nattyadams.com. Excellent. And we can see you on the 22nd. 22nd uh, of October. And there'll be tour dates on your website. Uh, yes. And we might see you in Nottingham, maybe, but we'll see you in Nottingham. Definitely save a pulse. Yes. Good. Absolutely. So Hopefully we'll alarms. have some uh, more announcements about One Night Left next week. Let's hope so. Um, obviously, if you want tickets for the One Left Left preview show <laughs> on the 23rd of October, the Blue Place, Blue Place in London, you have to email lol at one life left. We've already had people email. Com. Do oh. already have. Tickets are going fast. Lol. This is refreshingly real Genuinely now, isn't it? Lol. Yes, it really is. Right, okay. yes, thank you ever so much for coming in. Thanks. Um, Thanks for the shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you to all our contributors, uh, musical and features. Uh, thank you to, for listening. Yeah, and if you listen to the podcast now, we're on air tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.